Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say Film Club with your host, Tom Walsh. Sequels, by their very nature, are a mixed bag. You have <laughs> The Good in The Godfather 2, Terminator 2, Shrek 2, and Indiana Jones' Temple of Doom. But then again, you also have The Bat, such as Jaws 2 The Revenge, Speed 2 Cruise Control, <laughs> and of course, Dumber and Dumberer. <laughs> <laughs> and the film we're discussing this evening very full uh, falls very much in the latter car- <laughs> category uh, as always I'm joined by Matthew Keeling hello and uh, making his uh, second appearance on the Wiseman City Film Club it's Craig Clark I'd like to apologise that this was my pick of pick of film it was it, it was, was very really much Craig's choice it's, it's one of those things where you, you know when you reminisce about funny moments when you've been really <laughs> pissed with your mates watching something, <laughs> then you realise that those moments are mere fractions of the <laughs> entire entity. Of the 93-minute <laughs> <the> film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me set the scene for you, lads. Let me take you back to the spring of 2009. And uh, would anyone... L- well... It, well, a lot was going on. First of all, Jade Goody had just died. Uh, oh. Ireland were the Grand Slam champions. Uh, there was a big old swine flu pandemic going on. At least that's as bad as they got, pandemics. Yeah. Uh, and then mm. uh, Poker Face by Lady Gaga was at number one. Great tune, by the way. And on the 23rd of March, 2009, um, an incredible piece of cinema uh, (laughs) was cruelly left from the cinemas and went straight to DVD. (laughs) (laughs) And that that is, uh, of course, what I'm talking about is Green Street 2, Stand Your Ground, directed by Jesse V. Johnson and starring (laughs) Ross McCall. Hit that trailer. On the outside, every game was a fight for pride, respect, and honor. But it landed as an ear. Where every day, this is a fight to survive. It's a difficult enough job with the overcrowding without the rivalries of the hooligans to deal with. David, you and your two pals are being transferred. 
Thank you, sir. Now. Welcome to your worst nightmare, lads. You just want to do our time, nice and easy, no hurdles. This is my house, see? And I'm going to do everything I can to make your time here unusual. The only chance. Hello, girls. It's time to place, mate. You really want to do this? You call me out. Of getting out alive. We're being designated temporary authority to affect the early release of some prisoners. Why not let them compete for this prize? Comes down to one fight. The winner of this game gets to walk out of here next week. Like it's only a 20 minute game, then it is. We'll walk away from this now. Life ain't gonna be worth living on the inside or the out. 20 minutes. Good luck, Les. Two, stand your ground. It's like we're starting to get some respect around it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll not does lie. it even have a trailer? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does. Uh, I will stress before we get to it. This is possibly the worst film I have ever seen. I think it, it is the worst film I've ever seen. Uh, no, you haven't seen the third one in the series. No, I haven't. <laughs> that that's worse. Uh, <laughs> I'd say, like, my most hated film of all time is that uh, David Brent Life on the Road. I think that's the worst uh, film ever made. But <laughs> this was an, ult- an utter chore to get through. But it's just, it's just so, so bad. I think, I feel like it might be funnier to talk about than actually watch it. In fact, I would recommend not watching it and just listening to yeah, us. Yeah, I would at definitely it. recommend not watching it. This is before the, you've actually uh, listened to a single part of the, re- <laughs> whatever this is, review, I guess, of the film. <laughs> but f- for those who uh, are unaware, this follows on from the end of Green Street 1 and is <laughs> kept all but, but uh, all but one of the characters <laughs> from the first one have decided, not for, not for me. Charlie so Hunnam has gone on to big, yeah, he's gone on to bigger and better things, yeah. hasn't he, Charlie? And obviously Elijah he, Wood is still feasting off the Frodo fame. <laughs> So I'm denying he ever started Elijah Green Wood. Street One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that was Michael Cera, mate. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> it's Toby McGuire. <laughs> it's Toby McGuire. Uh, Ross McCall, of course, uh, played in the first film, Dave Biorno. Uh, a, 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 a pilot and also football hooligan. Do you know how those uh, those careers both uh, intertwine? That happens a lot. Um, his surname is, appears to be a combination of Swedish and the word journal. And we know how much they hate the journals. Well, <laughs> the Swedish journal. So he hates himself. Yeah. It's a self hating pilot hooligan. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, the premise of this film is after the, uh, the for those of you who are not aware, at the end of Green Street One, there's a big fight on a beach where Tommy Hatcher dies. Oh no, sorry, Tommy no, Hatcher doesn't, doesn't die. die. Uh, Pete Dunham dies. Is that Charlie Hunnam? Um, and so, yeah, that is Charlie Hunnam. So Why Charlie could Hunnam's I not remember? Yeah, I'd for, yeah. Well, he could have. I mean, given the narrative cohesion in this he could have come back as an angel or something he could have come back halfway through this film and no one would have noticed to be honest (laughs) 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 so uh 
Ross McCall is Dave Bjorno, and he's in prison for... Uh, doesn't really state how long he's in for, but he's in... Um, we <laughs> He's in a prison, and then gets transferred to a different prison, um, where they bump into a load of Millwall fans, and, well, you can just imagine what's in what ensues. Uh, so... <laughs> Before we get into this, it's just like, uh, again, it's just, <laughs> I did, this is not even, there's not actually that much to do with football hooligans in this. This is just like a really bad prison film. Yeah, no. it's like a real like half-arsed link, isn't it? To the, like they keep mentioning football, like football no. hooligan, it's just, it's just, it's shit. No, <laughs> what are you on about? It's football hooliganism, hooliganism turned up to 11. <laughs> This is what happens when the hooligans go inside, man. Is it? <laughs> Things get is notched right, up. Is it? Yeah. Uh, is, oh, you know what? So, we, we, imagine if Billy Bright was in this prison with them. That would have been wonderful. Oh, like, see, that would be better. Yeah. I feel like, well, everything, yeah. <laughs> everything would be better with Billy Bright in it. <laughs> True. So we'd be... Uh, we meet Dave in his uh, in his cell, and he's doing a bit of a he's doing a bit of a workout. He's working up a sweat, doing some <laughs> uh, doing some push ups, and he has got the word hammers tattooed yeah. across his back. Yeah, which that was uh, the first thing I noticed as well. <coughs> it's in a lovely font. It looks <laughs> like lovely, word like, art. I don't even know what it is font. It looks a bit like you know those uh, what's it like Thrasher Clothing Company. Yes, it, it looks does like look that like font. That. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so a he cross between to, a he... skate punk and a football hooligan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he wants to uh, give us a brief introduction to himself because anyone who watches this film completely forgot who his character actually was in the last film. Uh, he described himself as the, uh, a regular geezer, a regular geezer with a Mrs. Mortgage and a and a good job as a pilot that flew him. Flew people to and from the country. Yeah. So he's not a very good pilot if he's if we're believed to be in Britain. This. So he just wow. flies people from like Bristol to Southampton. Yeah. Did you also notice, uh, along with his piloting and hooligans tattoo, that he also has a holy bible? Yeah. And oh yeah, yes, yes. Which isn't really mentioned. Right. It's the start of a, a theological thread in this film that actually has about as much depth as like a dried puddle uh, it's like it's just there f- for some window dressing but like i like how they've actually tried to introduce it early like it is going to be like you know there's some kind of christian redemption story here yeah there isn't if if only it was that profound really <laughs> if only. well it was for me but as it, so <laughs> as uh, dave also said he's a regular geezer that he washes his hands after he pisses not before i don't know why that I don't know why that's a thing, but he said. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just it's like, good though, isn't it? I mean, he's hygienic. Uh, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> in, in, in this climate, yeah, I get it, but yeah. I don't know why you drop that in to describe well, yourself as a regular geezer. Swine flu was happening at the time, as you mentioned earlier. Maybe, uh, maybe, yeah, you know. maybe. But he he also mentions that after all of being a regular geezer, he's also part of the greatest army in the world, West Ham United. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Who obviously <laughs> who teaches you to stand your ground, let never leave a mate behind, and fight. Oh my word! Uh, so there it is. <laughs> and he's got to then they're going to have a fight 
uh, with Chelsea f- hooligans, which might have been Billy Bright. It would have been really nice to see him make an appearance. It would have been lovely, wouldn't um, it? It would have just been a great it, piece of crossover. Yeah. Would have been lovely. Uh, so as they as they're going outside to go for like the exercise, they meet the prison guard who were just openly abusing them, just like <laughs> verbally. And I mean, <laughs> I've what yeah. like I've never been in prison, but I don't think the guard's job is just just like verbally abuse prisoners just openly and all the like time, berating them constantly for no apparent reason. That's a theme that runs <laughs> through the film as well: constant berating and abuse of the inmates. For no reason. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> for random, no yeah, particular just, reason. Just, yeah, just out of the blue. Just Cause abuse. Because it, it's, it's football hooliganism, it's prisons and violence, so they need an excuse to say lots of naughty words. Well, I mean, it is a I typical think. British prison, isn't it? <laughs> well, so. more on well, that to come. Well, the thing, the, the thing is, so they leave this, what looks like a typically British prison with normal <laughs> after, prison After guards. the fight with the, the uh, Chelsea Nazi hooligans. Oh, yeah. They're all yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're oh, all of them. Oh, yeah, it lines up the Chelsea hooligans who are all bald, all have like swastikas, but also, do you notice the guy who just had the word in really small letters, Chelsea, just tattooed on his back, just in the <laughs> middle of his back? Yes. <laughs> so, oh, I don't want a tattoo. Just get Chelsea, it'd be fine. Just have Chelsea. <laughs> just have Chelsea, but like really small and just in, in the middle. <laughs> just in the middle, back. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that looks sound, mate. That looks, that yeah, looks, looks pretty, pretty good. Looks yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, mate. <laughs> and so choice. they have this big, uh, they have this big fight with the Chelsea hooligan. Oh, uh, and before it is playing on that uh, religious theme, he does the uh, sign of the cross before he goes into battle. Yes, I've got that noted as well. Yes. Yeah, which I mean, I didn't see him do that in the first one. But... No, but he's, he's found the Bible in prison. No, Religious right, man now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crime and uh, punishment, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they uh, they have the fight, and the punishment is they're going to get transferred to a different prison, and uh, not just and the prison they end up in. They've not only been transferred from England uh, <laughs> from a prison, but also to an entirely different country. <laughs> <laughs> Orange jumpsuits. Orange, <laughs> Orange like. <laughs> like Arid prison, desert to... terrain, yeah. It's like, where could it be? Ealing? It's like, it's meant to be... It's, yeah, it's meant to be Ealing. <laughs> Ealing? And it's quite obviously... It's Ealing not Ealing. Ealing relocated to the west coast of the United <laughs> States of America. Ealing has a desert. <laughs> um, and also, all the all the guards look different. They all have like the American like kind of uh, uniform. Uh, um, and, it's uh, definitely in, there, in Britain. The... But it just says H- oh, it's definitely... it just says HM Prison Service on on the on the on the shirts. Just just to clarify that it is indeed in Britain. <laughs> also, the good co- there's as... some great accents in this as well, which also confirm that it's they're all Cockneys. They're all born and bred. So they've all staunch Cockneys. <laughs> it's got it so bad. This. It's woeful. <laughs> so the, uh, but as they go into this this prison, the the notice there's like uh, there's a game of football going on in yes. the uh, in the in the desert part of the uh, in the just the sand. <laughs> but what it keep 
what it keeps mentioning, like, at, at random points in this film, where they'll be talking about, like, the hooligan stuff, and then they'll go, oh, I can't wait, get out of here to go watch West Ham. I think he yeah. commented on, like, the footballing <laughs> skills of these prisoners. It's like this weird sideshow that they've wedged in because later it'll become very important when the plot starts one hour into the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah, think they, yeah. I think they get told by the, the kind of, like, sympathetic guard that the... Uh, it's like they, they play football as in to, like, win... win I don't know, you win it for your wing. They get prizes, or yeah, or something. They get, like, rewards, Yeah, yeah they represent the wing, don't they, and... Which again is not mentioned again for another forty-five minutes into this uh, into this film, and they're also playing there with like uh, the classic uh, petrol station football of where it's just like oh, white yeah. and the black patches on it, just to show. Yeah. And nobody can play football either. Oh no, they're all dreadful. It's like every film with football <laughs> sequences in is bad when it's supposed to represent the professional, actual top-level game. And this, even though it's representing just. Some blokes still somehow manages to look staged. It and looks to, it, like, bad. especially when someone has to save a shot. Yeah, the, always the goalkeepers are terrible. <laughs> they look always shocking. Really, like really I was watching this. Like I was watching The Sopranos, and this this is about something that isn't as good as this film, uh, <laughs> this TV show, The Sopranos. There's a bit where his daughter's in goal in a football. They're playing football in one of the episodes, and she's in goal, and again. The Americans, much like in this film, which is very much set in America, cannot get goalkeeping right. Like, the hand positions, everything about it just looks so wrong. It's just, like, a real Mess. annoyance. Yeah. But and I that isn't even the worst like... thing about this. <laughs> no, but, far from the but worst it's like thing trying about to <laughs> they're trying to like uh, just trying to stage football I remember I remember watching Goal and it's like the way people who've never struck a, a football before yeah. in their life you know they've never stuck, struck a football ever because they run up to it weird or yeah. like and, uh, and it, well there's there's a it's lot just of all wrong, I don't think it? it's just all wrong but I guess when you're shooting a film in Los Angeles, probably not an abundance of soccer players about. <laughs> you can use as extras. <laughs> Her, Ma- Her Majesty's Prison, San Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> but after the, they've been introduced by this point to the uh, the prison officer Veronica, who's a oh, yeah. ju- who's a hard nosed uh, uh, prison officer who just and all the well, all Dave keeps saying is just like want to keep her head down. I do our time and then like go off into the sunset or whatever strange but, attitude for a man who'd recently been professing how he was part of the best army in the world it's very peaceful <laughs> yeah. for a, an army vet <laughs> <laughs> and, and also the reason why he's in there is for fighting in prison so, <laughs> yeah literally yeah that is why he's, yeah it's yeah. like because of, according <laughs> to him of course confrontation was inevitable <laughs> <laughs> so <what>? they meet, <laughs> but little do they know that uh, they've been put in with the Millwall form. Headed they were also up by, in San Quentin, yeah, for some reason. <laughs> or also uh, moved to the uh, the very sunny part of Ealing, uh, <laughs> where <laughs> Uxbridge where it's constantly forty five degrees. <laughs> But they meet, they meet Big Mark Turner, the, uh, the the antagonist of this film, and you can tell that because he's got a Union Jack tattooed on the back of his neck. 
just to remind you that one, he's British and not American, and two, he's a hard nut. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the only one who could do a, like a, a London accent. Well, he's good at yeah, it. Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah, he's actually. Is he the one who but says I... shortly after we meet him, um, "I've been wanking off in anticipation." I think at the <laughs> arrival of the West Ham fans. Oh yeah, because he's hungry yeah, for some violence. Like... Yeah, I mean, it's a weird way to do it, but I guess, like... <laughs> really yeah. strange. I guess it's not much to do in prison, but... No, I guess not. You're waiting desperately for uh, Dave Bjorno to turn up so that you can punch <laughs> Dave him. Dave Bjorno! <laughs> By the way, there was as, a dweeb. As... He's just a little man. He's got no, like, physique. He, like, <laughs> he's no competition for this absolute head case. <laughs> who's enormous as well he's yeah, yeah. Massive. yeah he's huge <laughs> it's very David so, and Goliath Dave, yeah <laughs> well da- David and Big Mark Turner kind of anyway well, yeah well, that's uh, it <laughs> so but Dave uh, so they have a confrontation these two and Dave uh, <laughs> d- reiterates to Big Mark Turner that <laughs> he just wants to do his do his time nice and quiet uh big mark's having none of that he said he's going to make his life a living hell and yes. then uh, tommy hatcher gets a uh, mention says yeah uh, yeah uh, even though now big mark turner is head of the firm despite being in prison which doesn't really work <laughs> yeah who's running things outside <laughs> maybe tommy hatcher still yeah. well, surely tommy hatcher would have gone into prison for killing someone um, well, we don't know, because we, as we um, discussed on the last film, although you would think going uh, killing someone lands you in prison, not necessarily the case in these films. That's very true, actually, mm. yeah. Uh, I mean, true. he might be on death row, of course, because being in America, that would be a potential. <laughs> <laughs> he may be being executed for the murder he's committed. I mean, it was quite a severe crime. <laughs> so anyway, there's a bit of back and forth with this, um, and then so they kind of they split off and get separated. Uh, where Dave goes off and meets a Russian, a gang of Russians <laughs> yes. who just seem to live behind this fence. <laughs> and obvious, obviously, yeah. obviously, <laughs> this Russian, this Russian fella who looks suspiciously like Dimitar Berbatov. <laughs> yes, he, that's uh, who he, he looks does, like. Yeah. He, he looks, looks a bit like Mark Berbatov. Strong. As well. Yeah, he looks a bit like Mark Strong, the actor, but he's clearly not as good as Mark Strong, the actor, who also looks a bit like Dimitar Berbatov. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, even, obviously, Ivan, or even, uh, apparently he wants to help Dave for no particular reason other than he doesn't like the big Millwall man. Um, so and then they talk for a bit about this oh it turns out that uh, Ivan is like a fighter pilot so so Dave who who flies planes between like provincial airports in the UK now have a connection for some reason (laughs) obviously how this how this Russian fighter pilot has ended up in a UK prison system based in America is anyone's guess what was he doing? How did he end up there? Was he in his MIG well, one day and then the next day he was... I don't know, what was he doing in London? Well, unfortunately, we don't really get to hear any backstory about Ivan. I mean, it's not the, the major downfall of this film, but it's one of the little <laughs> plot holes that we are going to get to. Could they, have, could they have picked a more stereotypical Russian name than Ivan? 
probably, probably not. Not no. <laughs> if it would have been more stereotypical if he was just su- stood there drinking vodka. Or like, uh, well, I mean, or I'm surprised that doesn't happen. To be fair. In, in fact, is it in this? Is it in this sequence where uh, Dave Biorno says about Millwall man, he beat my best mate to death. It's why we're in here. Wait a minute, so you're yes. in prison because me, yeah, you're, your mate got beat to death. <laughs> yeah, that's not how well, it works. He keeps <laughs> because it goes. Oh, Ivan's going for me. It's business. It's like well, Dave goes. No, oh, for me, it's personal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, what are you going to do, you, like, really short man? Uh, Uh, And also, (laughs) it isn't because of him that you're in there. It was because of Tommy Hatcher, who has mysteriously escaped the prison system. He's just 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 Turner's got fingered for this. (laughs) Yeah, Mark Turner's. (laughs) Mark Turner would be a much better head of the firm. He looks like an absolute maniac. I'm scared of him. If he... (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) And uh, also at this point where it's Dave's accent just keeps flicking between like um, like British and American, which is yeah. like I mean I don't I don't blame him because I'm conf- he must be the most confused person as anyone in this film of where of where the <laughs> setting is and what he's meant to do and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, he's also my. got these two sidekicks, uh, Keith and Ned, both of oh, whom yeah. cannot act for the absolute <laughs> life of them. <laughs> Keith's my favourite person ever. <laughs> it's just... Oh, God. So after the, the meeting with the Russians... Uh, again, no plot has happened yet. There's just It's just men no, in nothing prison happens. It's talking about fighting. It's just things happening. Like, no, this is the, uh, <laughs> it's the hour-long setup for the plot that lasts for 30 minutes. <laughs> Do you not know how films work? <laughs> that's that's yeah. what they yeah. are. But usually the plot is longer than the introduction. No, to the... <laughs> no. no, no, mate. You're just not think... into art house films like this. <laughs> Highbrow <laughs> thinking man's films. This is probably it's probably it's I probably think... too intellectual for me. This to be fair, it, it is very why. intellectual. It's very highbrow. I think very... That... it is. I think yeah, I think this is one of the major things that annoyed me. That I was like, nothing's happened, and I checked the thing. I was like, there's still forty minutes of this film left. Yeah, it's very like long for ninety minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it because it's rubbish? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so after the meeting with the uh, the Russians, uh, Dave and <laughs> Dave, Ned, and Keith all go to the uh, the chapel, which is on site. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and where and who else? Who should walk in? But uh, Big Mark Turner and the rest of the Millwall mob. And Dave turns around, and goes, "Come on, mate, not here." And then they have a big scrap in the chapel. <laughs> so he's, I think he is meant to be religious because he's like, "Oh, we can't, we can't do it in the house of God." Do you know what I mean? But again, not well, yeah, that's but explained. it's not really. It's not explored. even implied. Just, well, the the only what? the only bit of him being religious is there's a Bible in his cell and he does the cross sign once. And then he doesn't want people fighting in the house of God. Well, yeah, Why but... do you need to explain to you? You've got to think about the film. It's very deep. <laughs> it's very deep. From the man who described it as, as deep as a dry puddle. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, whoa, Liz. That's what they want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they got a third one out of this. Is, yeah. <laughs> We've been sucked into the vortex. Just don't ask any questions and we'll get a fourth one. Oh no! 
The fourth <laughs> one should be like Football Factory versus Green Street, yeah, where I mean, like, they all have to fight each other. It works which, as well. Uh, which I, Chelsea West Ham. I'd watch that. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Harris ganging up with Mark Turner. So, <laughs> <laughs> be a lot of admin <laughs> yeah yeah lots of registers going on there <laughs> but that's it <laughs> you see the uh david his crew at this point are start, starting to realize that like uh things ain't what it seems in this prison and these <laughs> millwall lot can seemingly go around doing whatever they want and it's kind of implied that the millwall lot could be in cahoots with the uh the crooked prison officer veronica but it's kind of that's kind of uh under the radar at the moment well simmering and as uh, this yeah it's simmering and as the sympathetic <laughs> pl- uh, prison officer arthur I don't know why he's called Arthur. It's like <laughs> no, I found that really odd. He's a Brit. He's a British name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you've been thinking about it, and you've come up with an answer. They're playing yeah, tricks yeah, with your mind on wa- this film. Yeah. <laughs> well, they want to know what, <laughs> know what went on in the chapel, and Dave, obviously being a, a respected fo- football hooligan, uh, <laughs> says he's not a grass. Which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so uh and so uh <laughs> so he's he's not a grass but then um he doesn't really know what how they they're moving about this much and then we get the uh the kind of really really boring like um like love scene story where he meets his mm. his wife or girlfriend who uh sounds australian to begin with which isn't a good start um yeah that's a problem and it's just saying <laughs> no, wait, there's a, she, oh, she just, you, can I just go back to the bit where um, we're getting a bit more insight into your boy uh, Mark Turner when he's randomly really racist to his black hooligan firm friend yeah. oh, who's meant yes. to be his friend did anyone else notice not only that he was needlessly racist to someone who's meant to be his like ally there's a birthday. <laughs> there's this random happy birthday certificate on the wall behind Mark <laughs> Turner, and I very much suggest you go back and have a look at this if you missed it. He's sitting with it that next to him. There's this like what I can only describe as a certificate that says happy birthday, and I'm dying to know more about it. <laughs> like who sent it? Why has he got it on the wall? It's not do because there's like all the other array of like shit, like old car type pictures or whatever, and then that. Like okay, <laughs> very bizarre. Are you saying a uh, big? Are you saying Big Mark Turner is a bit of a, a deeper character than we first thought? Well, he maybe has a birthday. Maybe <laughs> that's, about, that's what I've gotten from it. I think Harris sent him it. <laughs> no man, he hates Millwall. Oh yeah, it would be um, what's he called? Fred. Fred, I. Fred. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Harris is mates yeah. with those Nazis, which is a nice link, of course. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to the love scene. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, I just so, didn't want to uh, miss yeah, out Dave... on the birthday certificate because uh, no, no, if you no, are going to no, watch no. this, you should definitely look at that. Yeah, people need to know. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. So Dave, <laughs> Dave uh, meets his. Uh, his wife in the uh, this is great in by like the, way. the kind of the 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 meeting area or like where people like visit visiting visiting yeah, area that, where yeah. she she describes in the most like kind of like it's it, it's oh. really like not is it like kind of like oh the ditzy woman I can't do anything right oh, as in so like she bad. tried to like 
couldn't change a light bulb or something like this. And all she does is like go to the shops, and then uh, she had chicken and spinach for a tea, which sounds like just really bad. boring. And when he's like, yeah, and he's like, well, you, you try to do that on your own. And he's like really openly like mocking her and patronising her, and she's like lapping it up. Yeah, she's yeah. And I'm <laughs> what? <laughs> like, at no point um, is this like framed as like, oh, it's like you should think this is like odious behaviour from him either. It's just like, no, she is meant to be a moron, and you are meant to think that this is how she should be treated for some reason. Yeah, and it, it, what he's saying is just like, oh yeah, this is just how men talk to women. Just yeah, like, this is British. All right. <laughs> this is how British men. This is behave. how British men talk to their wives. It's men behaving badly. Although she, <laughs> although she does, uh, she does drop in that they're uh, one month away from losing the house because yeah, they have that's no money. A problem. Yeah. Oh, that's maybe, a good moment. Maybe because <laughs> maybe <laughs> because uh, <laughs> you fell in prison. Yeah, maybe yeah. because you've flown you to America. You don't know how to do like. Sorry, talk, Matt. <laughs> maybe because you've flown to America to see. see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to use the last mortgage payment to get here. <laughs> but I did bring this envelope that doesn't look suspicious, but the guard's very happy for you to just take from me. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, what? It's like, you're not allowed to bring anything in into yeah. those like, situations if Coronation Street has told me anything. Exactly. And Coronation Street is probably more, a prison is apparently more high security than San Quentin here. So, <laughs> but Craig, uh, Craig, she's uh, she's got him a little present though, hasn't? hasn't oh she? yeah, I found this sequence baffling because it was just yeah another example of how we're mental. I think he's as confused as we are by a story about she's trying to get him a bit turned on and excited by telling him that she's basically been shaving her uh, pubic hair, but she does it in such a way that is like really, really bemusing. Like it's so long winded and like. Basically, it's it's a, a prelude to her basically suggesting he gets down on his knees to have a little look, which, of course, he does. And again, the guard seems to have no problem with. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm just going to pop down here and look at, at me, at me uh, wife's nether regions. And, uh, yeah, that's fine. No problem. I, I don't know if you can remember any of her descriptions. She at one point says she's trying to shave a little heart in. But uh, she's Ugh. she's not very good at that and had to just shave it all off. But at no point is any of it, like, sexy, is it? It's just not, like, delivered no. in, like... A... Plus, why would you want to turn him on while you're sitting in this room full of other men and, like, people? Like, what's he going to do? Have a wank? Like, well, <laughs> a lot of that well, in fairness, that's mentioned on. a lot. <laughs> there is a lot of wanking in this, but it's usually over fighting men <laughs> rather than yeah, uh, or sex. Yeah, football. Yeah, or football. <laughs> anyway, that was a bizarre yeah. moment. <laughs> but it, in the uh, in the background to all this, uh, Big Mark, <laughs> Big Mark Turner, <laughs> he's just got just going round, just like <laughs> he just bleaches someone in the face. That's horrible. It's awful. That. I thought uh, good timing to watch this, of course, because uh, Trump's obviously been recommending the old disinfectant injection. Well, here's why you shouldn't <laughs> do it. It hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, but then, as a result of the the previous fight in the chapel, he's he's stupid. Oh wait, no, sorry, wait. I don't want to spoil that because he's, there's a different reason why Keith gets sh- shoved into the uh, into segregation. Um, oh yeah. But we'll take a but we'll take a quick break there. 
and oh god, I've got loads left. But yes, we'll take a quick quick break there, and then we'll go into why his pal <laughs> Keith is in uh, segregation. Yes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say Film Club, where we're discussing... Uh, <laughs> For our sins, stand your ground, Tom. Uh, stand your ground. <laughs> <laughs> the straight to DV- straight to DVD, Green Street Two. Stand your ground. Uh, before the uh, for the break, uh, we we uh, we discussed that um, Dave's mate Keith is uh, going to end up in segregation, and it's <laughs> and the reason why he ends up in segregation is possibly the most hackneyed bit of film I've ever watched in my entire <laughs> life. So where good. The, Oh my god! The queuing up, the queuing up in the uh, the lunch queue, and Keith keeps rabbing it on like a like a like a, a giddy school kid. It's like it's going to be fish and chips today. It's going to be fish and chips, and it's like oh, my, it might be something different, Keith. It might be something different. No, it's Friday. It's going to be fish and chips, and I was like, what? Is, what am I watching? And so he goes to the front of the queue, and he goes. Told you, it's fish and chips. And then Big Mark Turner comes up behind him. It's like, are you cutting in the queue? And then they have another fight in the <laughs> uh, in the lunch queue. <laughs> what, what line is delivered before the fight, though? This is the best bit of the whole film. It's when Keith says... Go, <laughs> <laughs> go and wank your nonce. <laughs> <laughs> And that, obviously, um, Mark Turner is not happy about that. He, that man will go and wank. He will wank in anticipation of a fight, but he will not be told to go and wank you nonce. He will not be called a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> not in a canteen. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. My God. So bad. It's, it's what? It's so bad. It's so, so bad. It's, uh, what a line, So you you when, whoever's the screenwriter for this, as soon as they drop that in, it's just like, thank you, thank you, God, for, for giving us that line. TJ O'Brien is. Hang on. Is that a screenwriter? Uh, well, I think TJ O'Brien, if I'm uh, not mistaken, could be actually Jeremy Van Holden, who from the uh, first, seat, uh, first film. Right, Which I oh. think could be right. That's right. There is somebody in both films, but he plays, plays two a different, different characters, character. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. 
So That's yeah, I think very, it's Jamie very... Van Holden who who wrote that line. So well, hats off, legend. Hats off. Be also also did all the music for some of the awful awful punk music that's in this yeah, yeah there's a lot of that yeah of like like it's like like lyrics like band of brothers together it's very lazy like, isn't oh, it God. do you think they've put it's, this like cockney british punk in though to try and distract you from the fact that you're in america i know it goes 100%. well with the ealing backdrop <laughs> <laughs> of those cloudless skies yeah that you normally get in, uh... There's some beautiful shots of sunset sunrises, by the way. <laughs> well, Which you'll get on the west well, if you look, coast. If you look closely, I mean sunset. Sorry, if sunset you look closely, you can coast. see Slough in the in the backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> the Isle of Dogs there. Yeah, yeah, can the island. <laughs> so, uh, so unfortunately, Keith is now in uh, segregation, and uh, what he finds out. It is a bit unfortunate, especially because Big Mark Turner can just essentially just roam free of this yeah. uh, of this prison, and not only that, <laughs> can actually make his way into the prison cell while Keith is giving some weird, like kind of Russell Crowe in like <laughs> gladiator kind of. Yeah, what is that What's about? That about? And essentially, yeah. it's just essentially it's just <laughs> describing the origins of like hooligan and like. And the origins of West Ham, and it is just—it's just bizarre because <laughs> this man has not said anything. This man, by the way, is in segregation <laughs> because of fish and chips. So he's. <laughs> <laughs> a man who utters immortal lines like "Go and wank your nonce" <laughs> is capable of this Hamlet-esque soliloquy. <laughs> <laughs> about Vikings cutting people's heads off and kicking it round like a football. <laughs> it could say some of Danny Dyer's pinter kind of uh, rubbing off yeah. on these uh, on these characters. <laughs> My God. Oh. <laughs> So as he's giving this like soliloquy, uh, Big Mark Turner mm. uh, jolts in with all his Millwall mob and, and tries to like knife uh, Keith, but uh, the guards get to him before that. And then it's kind of like, why is he getting to roam around here? There's something something not too right about this. And then we go, but, and then so now the uh, Arthur, the prison guard, is now getting a bit suspicious of Veronica's uh, means <laughs> and ways. Um, <laughs> There's a God. weird little exchange between them two about his kid. Yeah, y- yeah, and it, it, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, well, go f- for refresh my memory on this one. I'm not well, going to down. I don't know if we should use one of the words that is used. It's a bit like a bit, basically. Racist. You, no, oh, well, if well, it's racist, got, don't say it. <laughs> no, there was a racist part where Mark Turner describes somebody as something. He's seeing someone's from something town. This is just going to be lots of somethings because this is terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, he's the worst type of cunt there is after a randomly racist diatribe against a white man, which is really, really bizarre moment. This one's aimed more at people who... Well, it's revealed that Arthur's child has cerebral palsy, and he says that in response to the awful insult that uh, Veronica pays the kid... Because he, he, yeah. he, he can pay for rehab for his little 
unrepeatable yeah, word. Yeah. And it, then he's like, if not, he's not even that affronted, though. He's just like, oh, she's got cerebral palsy. So I'd be like reporting her to a superior. She's like this awful wretch. Well, she also, in this kind of like uh, tete-a-tete between herself and <laughs> Arthur, just kind of drops in that she's, uh, for want of a better word, sleeping her way to get the governor <laughs> job. Yeah. yeah. It just, she just says that outright. It's just like, oh, the governor, by the way, he is fully Australian. He just oh, yeah. don't even hide his, his office as well. I love how this thinking a- guy, yeah, this philosopher. Brilliant. It, well, it looks like, the office looks like something out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, it is, not, you know, it is not the governor's office from, for example, Strange Ways. <laughs> or like porridge. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you know what a governor's office looks like in California? <laughs> well, <laughs> or Ealing. Or Ealing. Or Slough. Well, she keeps she keeps going on at him. Well, going on at Arthur that she really wants him to say they have to get on together like two peas in a pod, and she keeps like screaming this at him and <laughs> keeps saying the word. Horrible. She's horrible. She's awful, she, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, she was when also... Yeah. When she says, oh, she's got cerebral palsy, her reply is this really emphatic and awful, I don't care. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, for... Uh, if, <laughs> if people didn't know, she was also... Uh, her main, like, claim to fame as uh, an actress was she was in the original Star Trek as Deanna Troy. I mean, I don't really what? watch Star Trek. Yeah, that is really yeah. bizarre. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, but then she. Uh, she did. She did this. Um, well, I don't you, know, you would, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> Natural next step, isn't it? Fully. Well, let's be honest. Which well, is more science fiction, this <laughs> or Star Trek? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, there's a good point there, actually. Um, <laughs> and so it's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of just insinuated that this woman is like she leaves on this absolute like like piercing cackle as she walks out. It's just like yes, nobody can stop me. <laughs> just like <laughs> she's like the wicked witch of so the at, west. At that point, that you know that she she may be stopped when she when she walks yeah. away with that knowing <laughs> laugh. <laughs> oh, everything's going to yeah, ra- unravel for you now. <laughs> yeah, her chickens may come home to roost at some point in this film. Yeah. Uh, so, so we cut back to our our favourite trio of Dave. Keith is now out of prison, but unfortunately, Ned has been dumped for some reason. For, um... <laughs> Why is that in the right. film? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just doesn't add anything apart from him just looking a bit sad, like wandering around the uh, the prison, just looking like a bit a bit down on himself. And he's just like, oh, it's really bad, this mate. But it's like. It, again, it adds nobody gives a nothing. shit. Yeah, no, no, no one cares. Apart from when his mate comes into the visiting room and calls her a slag for some reason. Yeah, yeah, like it's basically so they can sympathise with a man we've got no sympathy for because he's got no character. Like he's got no character. <laughs> At least Keith, like, is a buffoon who like does that stupid thing in the dinner queue. What does Ned do? <laughs> He he keeps going on how he wants to go watch West Ham home and away when he gets out oh, of prison. Yeah. Oh, I forgot he had that much it. depth. Yeah. 
It's a, he's a bit like De Niro in Taxi Driver. <laughs> it's that much depth. Complex. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, oh, not only did uh, Ned get dumped, he also then gets sliced in the face. Oh, by, yeah, that's uh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. So maybe we're meant to make a link here between it's been dumped and now he's really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's not, because they keep uh, telling them how all the like all the girls are going to love it because everyone loves a scar. Do they? I'm not sure if they do. Uh, maybe they do. I don't know, I, but. Uh, I don't think it's the first thing that they put on Tinder profiles or uh, uh, anything like that. But I suppose in the world uh, of football hooliganism, it's, uh, it might be good currency for him uh, when he's back outside. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the major will probably be mm. pretty impressed with him, to be fair. <laughs> if he's still alive. We don't That's know if true, the major yeah. actually made it. I like how there's references uh, to them, the three of them on the train going to the Man United game in this. Oh, two, those God, two of those people yeah. weren't on that train. And one of them was no. the the pilot who was already there. And the other two, Keith and Ned, weren't there. Because they weren't uh, in the uh, film. Were these... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there was only like five of them that took, yeah. on, uh, took on these Man United hooligans. And Keith uh, and Ned were not among the five. <laughs> They're liars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they get, it's where this actually... Uh, it's after Ned gets sliced that Arthur, like uh, Dave, goes to Arthur, telling him to stand his ground against uh, Veronica, the evil yes. prison officer. And this is when it finally starts. Oh, getting into the film, into oh, so the, the film's actual story. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and also, there's a there's a brief there's a there's a brief conversation between uh big mark turner and uh veronica because some drugs have gone missing in the uh in the prison somehow because apparently for some reason veronica oh, yeah. is I, I, I don't really see what she gets out of this no that her bringing Money? drugs in maybe i can only Im- but that's the only thing i can think of because it doesn't make any sense why she would be involved with with this, with yeah. this kind of like she's got racket. a very, yeah like a weird uh, route to the top in the prison surface appears to be sell as many drugs as possible <laughs> like, what <laughs> but mm. after the uh, but it's like Dave uh, we're uh, you'll have to fill me in here but Dave ends up in the segregation and I can't remember why no I, they go they start fighting back and he's at one point whistling forever blown bubbles, which I found to be <laughs> really great. But is that before or after he's segregated? No, this is this is why he gets. This is, is, it is in why that he build, ends up getting that segregated. Up? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, but I can't. Yeah, I can't remember how he ends up. In, does he? Is it because of his fighting and stuff? And because Veronica's obviously on Millwall's team. Um, well, she, oh yeah, this. She this is the thing. Them. It's yeah, that's it. She she thinks she, they're the uh, protagonists or like the the bad guys in this situation, yeah. and she just puts them in the hole for uh, for no particular reason. Because you and, would, wouldn't you? <laughs> because, yeah, because I mean, he's been in it what probably about three nights now. Yes, and <laughs> just arrived <laughs> off the plane. <laughs> And I swear, I swear they said they were only doing a 10-month sentence for all, after all uh, yeah. this. 
and they're in like this ridiculously high security facility. Well, it's on the one hand, super high security, and then on the other, it's not because prisoners can just walk around opening doors and knifing people and stuff, but... <laughs> well, this this is what happens with Big Mark Turner, who again makes another visit to segregation, this time to uh, finish off uh, Dave, and they <laughs> proceed to have another scrap in the... Uh, this time in the, um, the segregation bit, and... It's not going well to, for Dave until Big Mark Turner utters the words, you know Pete Dunham, and then Yo, the red mist it. comes down. Uh, hell breaks loose. And he, uh, he looks pretty... <laughs> the pair of them look absolutely done in at the end. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, but then <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> it cuts from this to then. Then the story comes. It's like now we're, now we're starting. Now we're so really getting w- into with, it. Yeah, with twenty five minutes left of this film, the story can begin. Finally, finally, and so <laughs> the gist of it. The gist. The gosh, mm-hmm. it, this is when it goes from like terrible prison film to Mean Machine. Yes. It's so essentially the gist is that. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. Well, it comes so back to the, the philosopher, prison... right? The philosopher, of, get, the, who, what is he? The gov. He's like a philosopher, the right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes out with his thought processes. <laughs> and in his like major wisdom, um, <laughs> like essentially, sixty prisoners have to be released because the prison's like massively overcrowded. And so he uh, <laughs> he suggests that Veronica and Arthur go away and make a list each of uh, 60 people that they would recommend for release. So then it cuts to a, mo- a montage of them making lists. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the least exciting montage in cinema oh, history. Like, you know, you have those like iconic ones in Rocky where he's, like, oh, he's scaling yeah. mountains and doing like... Yeah. This is just... a God... It's like it rem- it's a bit like how uh, Ron Howard makes every single thing an an action movie sequence. Like in um, what what are they called? Da Vinci Code. When the smoke coming out of the papal chimney, yeah. it makes that into an action yeah. sequence. This is about on a par with that. <laughs> People writing on paper, <laughs> and it's just it's just it's just like action shots of Veronica like walking over to like people sat on benches and nodding (laughs) (laughs) with this like with a clip with with a clipboard just like yeah yeah it's It's absolutely do you want to be released yeah yeah quite like that actually oh you're in a 50-year sentence for rape or something but i'm going to pick you What? You're the one who can go. <laughs> yeah. As we were saying before, it's not a case of just releasing, like, the 50 prisoners who have, like, had no, like, messing in prison or, like, really near the end of the sentence anyway. No, just pick 50, 60 at random. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when you give me the list, uh, philosopher-in-chief governor will then proceed to complain about said list like he knows every single person on it. So why didn't you just do your own list? <laughs> if you're that clever, you should have just exactly. done your own. So obviously, on Veronica's list is all the Millwall, and then on the uh, on Arthur's list is all the um, 
of the West Ham ones, and he goes on the list, and it's like, okay, Arthur's list makes sense, apart from these three, and they obviously <laughs> Dave, Keith, and uh, Ned. <laughs> and, then, and then he pontificates about uh, maybe we could have oh. them fight gladiator like the ancient gladiators of Rome would fight oh. between them. That's when he becomes <laughs> philosopher in chief. You're like, yep, this man, he's well read, learned. So he, he floats the idea of them playing a football match, and whoever wins the football <laughs> match will uh, will be released. And so Arthur goes to explain this to Dave, who then in turn ex- explains it to his uh, his girlfriend, who looks more confused than it, she has the correct yes. reaction to to she this does. plan. <laughs> She basically like, seems to convey a sense of this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, which ironically is, of course, what we're all thinking watching this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, it's like... <laughs> yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I, I, I don't know the the writing process of this, but I think uh, <laughs> the director's like, oh, shit, we've just like made an hour's worth of film, but we have no... We need to like do an ending, because this film can't just go on forever if... Just people going around beating each other up <laughs> and like these like quite well done fight sequences. <laughs> they, they have no rhyme or reason, but they are well put together. Well, I think this is uh, well. The director uh, Jesse V. Jesse V. Johnson is actually well. His day to day job, he's a stuntman. Really, so, he's made several so, films, none of which I've seen apart from this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to? Uh, would you like to just hear some of the titles of the film yeah. he's made as a director? Read um, them out. Well, uh, the butcher sounds great. Uh, Savage dog. <laughs> the dead. <laughs> Savage <laughs> the dog. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Accident man. The debt collector. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Accident. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Accident man. You know, that's got to be a joke. <laughs> no, 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 no. That and the one called Savage Dog. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, um, <sighs> Avengement and The Mercenary. But, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, Avengement? Oh, uh, that's a made up word, is this? That's a made up word, Avengement. isn't it? <laughs> I love this guy. I might watch his first, some of these his, films. His first ever film was called Death Row: The Tournament, which is, I assume Ooh. he's just done this again. Yeah. <laughs> right. What we want you to do is remake Death Row: The Tournament, but just say have them say stuff like Millwall, West Ham, yeah, uh, a random soliloquy about uh, <coughs> football hooliganism and the roots of it. <laughs> That is the best moment in the film. I've changed my mind. That's the best moment. It's absolutely oh, well, beyond belief. It's, and, and also, the, the montage of them afterwards playing football, the yeah. three of them playing football. Oh, it's amazing. They're, oh, they're so terrible. Like, And it's clearly, it's just the triangle of them just kicking the ball into the net. It's and like, it, occasionally, <laughs> yeah, so Big bad. Keith goes in goal, though, and is re- as we pointed out earlier, shit in goal. Dives in the wrong direction, just looks yeah. so ungainly. Like, 
it, oh, it's horrible to look at. <laughs> so in the in the build up to this uh the, the big match. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you actually Turner. Tom, did you think at this point, based on what we've seen in the setup, it's gonna be some weird three aside game? Because they're practicing I, in threes and there's only six of them on avail three people can be released, so it seems yeah. like a weird three aside uh, game. I I kind of assume that. But then it turns no. up and like there's a full t- full team on either side, uh, including the, as we mentioned, uh, yeah. as we were talking about before this started, the Russian the Russian guy with flowing blonde locks. Yes, <laughs> again, he, he does not. <laughs> He's really hench. Is like He's really dead hench. He looks like he would be really shit footy. <laughs> and lo and behold, yeah, he is. He indeed. is. And, uh, uh, but let, so yeah, what's happening at, at this point, uh, Tom? So well, they're, they're going to play Dave, the game. But Dave has a bit of a conundrum in his head because what's uh, Big Mark Turner's offered him <laughs> some kind of uh, Sophie's <laughs> Choice kind of kind uh, <laughs> conundrum because he's managed to just openly phone someone on the outside to go around <laughs> to his uh, to Dave's wife's house and then essentially just tie her up and say well if they don't if they lo- if he f- if he throws the match he won't uh kill her which is uh which is good and it's like, i don't know what mark uh, turner's in prison for but i'm gonna suggest that you know all of this to get out early if it goes wrong somehow Say even say goes ahead and wins the game. So you then give the order to commit this murder. That's a lot longer in prison for you, mate. You may get out, but you're coming back inside. You may rule the roost in here, but Veronica isn't God. She can't protect you in the real world, mate. Well, exactly. So, so now he's he's in he's in two minds, and he's kind of mentioning to uh, Keith and Ned as this game starts. It's like. Oh, but but he has a kind of an ace up his sleeve because he's got the Russians, remember? Yes. That could help him out. So you see him having Ivan. a quick chat. <laughs> having a chat with Big <laughs> Ivan. Who, again, there's no reason for Ivan to help him. It's like, he just doesn't like it. Like, uh, you the know, middle it, guy. I think it'd be... I was wondering what his end of the deal was and I think it kind of becomes clear, but it's a bit, like, really... That was it. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it so. isn't. It doesn't really hold much water as to like why he would go to the trouble of helping him this much. It's, re- it's revealed at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Does it? What does he basically? Because Mark Turner's in. Well, we better get to it. We don't want to ruin the ending for those who well, haven't well, seen this film. <laughs> and we we will ruin it at the end of the film. But the tension's building yeah. at this point. <laughs> the tension is building because this game's got a lot riding on it now, and so they um, they set the game up. <laughs> Shirts for skins, obviously. Yeah, well, <laughs> how else are you going to do he's it? Got ter- he's got a terrible West Ham crest oh, tattoo yeah. as well. So just, shit. just amazing. And so they've got the setup <laughs> of this game is they've got like it's on a dust bowl of a pitch, and it's got like West Ham written in chalk, and then yeah. Millwall on the on the other side. And Arthur and the uh, Gov are the scorekeepers. They're they're like in charge of the chalkboard. (laughs) Yeah, with the governor sat in the middle. It's just, oh, God. It's unreal. uh, 
it's Dave, Dave and Big Mark to do the kickoff. <laughs> yeah, so who's the referee? Yeah, Tom, who's the referee? Oh, the, <laughs> Veronica is the referee, obviously. Yeah, yeah very impartial. Uh, <laughs> so she blows the whistle and Mark instantly just punches, <laughs> punches Dave in the face <laughs> to kick does, off the match. Does the referee do does anything? It, Course not. <laughs> no, just let it roll. Just let it roll. <laughs> and then these are just uh, just terrible, uh, but like footage of men who are like the acting to play football. <laughs> it's so bad. And Dave obviously is being intentionally bad. Apparently, although <laughs> uh, his his wife or the missus or whatever he calls her in this, uh, Diz does inform us all that she's very worried about the game because he is shit at football. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, to be honest, he hides it well. Really. <laughs> it's like, no, this is him trying so, his hardest. <laughs> and so, and so as this is going on, so like Millwall are winning at this point. Um, I don't, I don't know how, but it's like, well, anyway, <laughs> they scuff a couple of goals in, and Mark gives it a bit like Whoa, to uh, to Dave. Um, and all the while, the the Russians have kept up their side of the bargain by arranging all the uh, GSE uh, firm to go to this quiet suburban Californian home <laughs> <laughs> and beat up or like beat up the two kidnappers who are just in time. May I add, because he's about to rape uh, Dave Biorno's wife, which is like this needlessly yeah, awful, threatening sexual violence moment and it's just really uncomfortable obviously and like that's you know films can handle that kind of thing well and this one really just doesn't and it's really good that you kind of actually do want them to turn up and stop them because it's really awful and like ugly it's yeah and it's just like I don't know. It's just lazy, isn't it? It's, it's just horrible. Like, oh, it's, but it's just like this bit doesn't need to be. Oh, no, it God. doesn't. It's bad like, enough. It's, it's bad enough that it's bad enough that the threat of they might kill her is there. Exactly. Yeah, but you not, don't need this. not that as this is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, it's pretty disturbing, if anything. But anyway, it just isn't the, there. Uh, yeah, the GSE turn up at the door uh, and save uh, Dave's wife again. Not names. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think she's got a name, has she? The, well, based on mm. you know her skill set that was produced earlier, I, it, fe- <laughs> it does really does feed into that idea of women. You're either uh, the Iron Lady, as uh, Veronica's called, <laughs> or, or you're uh, can't change a light bulb. There's, you can be one of yeah. two things in this world, apparently, if you're a woman, <laughs> or you can dump Ned. Yeah. That's the other option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no way. There's a woman like. There's no in between. You're either like no. horror. You're either a hard nosed horrible witch. You're yep. uh, this soulless, soulless, heartless person to dump uh, uh, a wonderful catch like Ned, <laughs> or you, <laughs> or, or you're this absolute klutz who can't like yeah. <laughs> fix a light bulb. That's <laughs> like, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so Dave gets the uh, gets the nod from Ivan. It's like the it's all clear. It's like the fix is off. We can like you can go ahead and win this game. And now Dave miraculously can well, no, he still ish play shit. football. Yeah, but he's Maradona <laughs> compared terrible. to these other losers. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and also he just start he just starts punching people as well. Yeah, so it's, it's fine. it kind of turns what. 
what's that? Um, what's that like mad football game they play in Italy where they just like essentially just fighting? They have it in like Florence. I need to know more about it. Whatever it is, sounds good though. Uh, well, there's like an there's like an ancient game they play in like mm. Florence every year where it's like football and also like fighting in the same mm. breath. Anyway, look, look it up. You'll, it's in this film it. anyway. <laughs> anyway, there's like a really low rent version yeah. of it in this yeah. film. <laughs> what I don't get about this is Veronica literally wants one of these two teams to win. Why she wants Mark to get out of prison when she basically is running a drug operation with her in prison is not explained. But she's playing to get him out of prison. Why doesn't she just start giving them penalties and disallows and goals when she's the referee? Like you say, it's not like he's playing fairly. He's punching people. <laughs> like, you can blow for a foul. <laughs> well, the, the, ref, the referee is pretty slack in this game. It's, very, it's quite inconsistent, really. Yeah, but she, she was... should be doing it in his favour. It's just so stupid. Why do I expect any I was... logic from this? <laughs> Well, no, I was I was really expecting like some kind of like penalty or something like that at yeah, the end, or where, like drama, like Keith saves it or something. But instead, Dave goes on this mazy run where <laughs> everyone kind of like dives out the way, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then he scores, and they've they've won the game. They're about to be released, and then just immediately after. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like literally seconds after, Big Mark Turner goes up, uh, rings the, his mate to like kill kill um, Dave's wife, and then like um, obviously it's not happened. And then the governor just comes over and says, "Oh, you're arrested for kidnapping," and it's yeah. like, "All right, okay." The police are here now. The police are here now, and then he also arrests Veronica for drug trafficking. But it, why do they only know this now? It's like well, why have they waited? There are many questions that this poses. Yeah, well, why wait till the game ends? You know which three to release, and it's not going to be the one who you are re-arresting for more crime. <laughs> it's going to be the other ones. Secondly, <laughs> all this drama about the game is completely for nothing because this moment means that they need to play. We're never going to release Mark Turner. So who, who cares? <laughs> who cares about any of it? Would it, if he if they'd won, would those charges have just been dropped immediately, or like I their mean, suspicions of like? Maybe they would have it, to be in in the law of the great philosopher, the gov. Maybe the gov, they would have yeah. just had to release him because, like you know, fair is fair. Uh, and then also the thing is, they would have known about Veronica's drug trafficking ages before this game would have been played. Oh so God, it's like, yeah. why have you let her just, like, go on Referee with this match. <laughs> I mean, just, just the way she's smuggling the drugs in. You've got this prison in the middle of a barren desert. There's a moment where a pizza <laughs> is delivered. A single <laughs> pizza is delivered. That's how they get the drugs in. No one's suspicious yeah. of the single pizza. <laughs> Like, what? She just lifts it, lifts it up, and it's yeah, dead. it's just unfair. <laughs> and then the bald guy who then takes it out in the in the like litter bin, who's like really thick, bald, like white Nazi guy, who's like one of Mark Turner's, waits until he's literally walked out of the door into the corridor, and then just pulls the envelope out. <laughs> it's, like it's uh, it's so brazen. Like 
that would have been discovered within one <laughs> drug run. <laughs> well, the, the, the use of uh, the use of drug the use of drugs both in this film and the first film is is quite terrible. Uh, as we remember, <laughs> Jeremy Van Holden. Uh, oh, yeah. Just the worst, the just the worst drug drug user imaginable. Just just flapping it about, just flapping a load of cocaine about <laughs> in the toilet, not locking the door or whatever. Doesn't care, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no, but he, well, he wrote all the music for this, so he clearly didn't. Christ, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh so, my god. Uh, so the GSC have won, and Mar- uh, sorry, and Dave. And all these pals are getting released. And I, and think, so we're meant to, uh, I think this is good. I think as an audience, we're meant to be like, yeah, get in. In reality, we're like, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it just. Oh, oh, oh yes. Uh, uh, then he meets Ivan at the end oh, yeah, to say yeah. thank you. And this is where I think and, we, uh, we understand why Ivan's happy. Uh, well, we? I'll let you explain it. Well, I, think <laughs> I don't know because I can't remember. Right, so Mark Strong's now... Mark Strong? No, he's an actor. Uh, Mark Turner's now been <laughs> arrested and moved to another wing. So I'm not exactly sure what Dave Bionos had to do with this, but my understanding is he's repaid him because it's purely business, because now Ivan can take over the wing. Maybe the drug uh... smuggling? But I don't see how Dave Biono had a single thing to do with that. Ah, uh, well, there was... Mm-hmm. Was it well? Well, at some point in the film, where there's a there's a conversation between Veronica and Ivan about something. He said three hundred. That's the rate, or something that's like that. That's right. Okay. So he. But she's out the picture I I, now. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense then. Unless having her out the picture mean it mean Ivan's a bit more free to do whatever he needs to do. And that's the great. But you know who was who was responsible for that. Ivan, not Dave Biono. Dave Biono repaid <laughs> Ivan by playing a game of football <laughs> with his yeah, Russian mate with long hair who never speaks. Yes, and it was also Dave Biono. It didn't actually do anything. It was, if anything, it was it was Mark Turner, like kidnapping Dave's wife. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why he's been moved. And anyway, so he, anyway, and because the GSA go and. Pres- I also there's no link made between the GSA going to free uh, his wife and the kidnapping being reported to the police. Because my first thought was, of course, you're ringing a hooligan firm to go and help a woman in distress rather than the police, which is a bit strange. Then the police become involved anyway, and I thought there would be some kind of hooligan code of honour where the busies weren't involved. But no, it would well, seem that the GSA have rang the cops. <laughs> and uh, they've come and dealt with the, the LAPD. situation. Yeah, <laughs> the LAPD have steamed into the leafy suburbs of Santa Monica to uh, help Dave's wife. Well, well we go. Woof. Now the boys are out of prison. They go back to Dave's house, uh, which is enormous, by the way. Well, he is a pilot. Um, I don't, I don't, well, a pilot's just been in prison. <laughs> Yeah, and a pilot who also flies between two leafy villages in the south of England somewhere. That's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> and also, who was informed by his uh, wife that uh, they were going to lose the house within about 60 yeah. days. So this has all happened um, in approximately, what, four days? Yeah, probably. It's been a short stint for him. Well, in fairness, we didn't know how long he was in the first prison. So That's true. Yeah. So, 
That's true. Um, so, yeah, the old... Well, he wants to go for a bit of uh, canoodling with his uh, much-beloved um, wife. But uh, she's invited all the GSE, and they all have um, over pie, all drinking Heineken cans again that I've never seen <laughs> any anywhere in the world. Also, at the end, at the end of this film, Ned walks out of prison with a football. <laughs> it's like, did he, I didn't notice that. <laughs> did he bring that in? <laughs> He was arrested while playing football. You can't take it off me, it's my ball. <laughs> like, did he score a hat-trick in the game and got to keep it? What's going on? <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> uh, and Yeah, and then roll credits for some more just, just <laughs> awful punk music. Just like... <laughs> I mean, I... Just, just, oh, it's just like, brothers, you know, it's just another yeah. one of those, like, we f- we stand together, we fight together, blah, blah, blah. Just like, oh, God. It's like really it, it's shit. It's so bad. It's really it's shit. Like, it's like... Why didn't they put it's something... Like, uh, Sorry, yeah. It's like Lars Fredrickson from Rancid has, like, a... I think they're called, like, the old... Oh, there's something called, like, Old Firm Army or something fucking terrible band like that <laughs> and it's like a hooli- yeah. hooligan punk band and it's Ugh. absolutely dreadful and it lo- it sounds like one of their b-sides and if he <laughs> well in fairness he might have he might have done it <laughs> imagine he did I, I, may, I was thinking why didn't they use something more appropriate for the film set in like blink 182 or other socal <laughs> favorites <laughs> oh that there it is old firm casuals that's his band that's god. his band oh my god that's he's what... literally just looked at some stuff in britain and <laughs> flung it into a word mixer and uh yeah we'll call it that <laughs> well <laughs> then so uh yeah thus ends the uh the adventures of Dave Biorno who uh, doesn't make an appearance in uh Green Street 3 mercifully yeah so I maybe mean, you, I, uh... I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend 3 or even this one at least you can like laugh at the absurdity of it the third one I watched about half an hour of it 40 minutes of it like years and years ago and it was just just played straight mixed martial arts film where they were going to do fight club style files fights sorry in like warehouses i don't even know what the hooligan element of the film was it was just a straight up street fighting thing it was very weird Uh, well i found i found this film quite a chore to get through it Uh, was harder than i was thinking it was because there wasn't a plot yeah it's it's like the I don't know, it's like Green Street 1, you had that kind of like, it was just a ridiculous storyline from the beginning, but at least it actually had a story that there went was car- all the yeah, way through. Yeah. Character arcs and, also, and stuff. Yeah, uh, the novelty of having like Elijah Wood in it. Was yeah, just, that was funny. Just bizarre. Uh, this so, one, well, it had several moments of needless casual racism and abuse towards people with cerebral pro- cere- cerebral palsy sorry which were just yeah i think meant to show how nasty people are uh, it had some moments of really nasty attitude towards women which weren't none of these things are framed in the film though in a way that makes no. you think oh they're bad they're just yeah there. Uh, that's we, the major problem we... i've got with it yeah, as we talked on the football factory one, is when there was like the element of racism was introduced. It's kind of like slapped down by the yeah. characters themselves, or like there's a dissenting voice about why this is bad. Whereas in this, it's just like these people are just irredeemable uh, 
pieces of shit, really. <laughs> With added dollops <laughs> of misogyny. Because at least in yeah. Football Factory, it wasn't really so much misogynist. It was more like women's role in the film was related specifically to the male character they were sort of with. So in the case of Billy Bright, his wife was kind of a victim of the fact that he was this appalling blimp of a man. Where in this, it's just like, no, you're encouraged to laugh at his wife because she's a woman. It's just horrible. Yeah, you're for some reason, you're supposed to be rooting for this guy who yeah, there's is a no dick. reason to. Yeah, he's a prick. He's with a d- with no, there's no charisma to him. There's no like, there's no outstanding qualities about. He has him. no he's character just... arc either. He doesn't go through anything. He just is in prison, like you say. You're expected because he's in prison from the first film that you're meant to be like, great, we want him to get out so he can what fight people again. I don't really know why we want him to get out. But um, maybe because he's marginally better than the other prick, that Mark Turner guy who's just the worst. I, I yeah. don't get what we're I mean, supposed to g- care about here. Yeah, because he doesn't actually say what he's going to... It doesn't say that he's going to, you know, go on the straight and narrow and leave this all behind no. when he uh, leaves. It's, there's actually a bit, like I said, there's a bit in it where he's just like, oh, I can't go, wait to go watch West Ham home and away next year. It's yeah, just like, like all right, okay. revel in it, yeah. Well, he, he's part of the greatest yeah. army known to man, West Ham. So he's not giving that up, is he? <laughs> well, why would you? Uh, Brotherhood well, of Hammer. <laughs> on the scale of, uh, on the scale of one to ten, what, what would you give this? It, it is definitely, I'm going to get rated one, one out of ten. And I'm going to give it uh, a review that is on IMDb from the 2nd of April 2009. Username Vibrational. Don't value life, question mark. Watch this garbage. (laughs) What about you, Uh, Tom? I wouldn't have gone as low as one. Uh, I think I would have got... It's pretty bad, It's pretty pretty bad. Maybe a three I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'll give it a three because... Well, we've got a podcast out of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, we laughed at it. The, the ri- I guess the ridiculous nature of it is kind of, kind of funny, and it, it's in this, and it's also because it came off the back of the Green Street One. It's just, yeah, oh my word! But it's it is, part of it a wider absolute... universe, yeah. So, like, I guess it's got yeah. like a like a <laughs> yeah. cross text thing going on where you can those little ref- references <laughs> back for the knowing viewer. Like when they're talking about, they actually reference the bit when Frodo's driving the van uh, outside. Oh of, God! Uh, and I was like, "That's no. great! It's making me think about a part of a film that neither, none of you three were in. It was Frodo was in it." <laughs> uh, oh well, God! I think I think we're best uh, we're best think, leave it yeah, there. Um, that's that. Green Street Two is available on the Sky Store, but it's also uh, available on various. Uh, <laughs> websites if you Google if you like me and oh and youtube you can pay two pound yeah. 49 for it yeah. um, i'd advise you don't <laughs> we'll be back we'll be back with another film in the future if you'd like to um if there's a film you think we should review uh uh tweet us at the wise men say pod um, well we have had some uh, shouts if... for for the uh, football factory the real ones haven't we so Hopefully oh, we'll, we'll get something yes. out on that eventually. It's a bit longer to get that's through, so... Yeah, that's something in the pipeline anyway. Um, thanks mm. for listening, and uh, stay, keep staying indoors. Wash your hands. Fuck the mugs.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.